Good morning. Um, thank you all for being here today. Um, let's give an additional round of applause for the young people. Um, as a completely impartial party, I thought they did a really good job. Um, so please take out your Bibles to prepare for the word and may you open your heart, mind and soul to receive what the Lord has for you today. And without further ado, please stand for Pastor Jerry C. Wright. You will just bow your heads with me for a quick word of prayer. Holy Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the young people on today. And Lord, help us to encourage them. Lord, help us to just be that, that push of encouragement, Father, to just, uh, just to help them go to higher heights and deeper depths. And Lord, we ask right now, Lord, that uh, they hear from you on today. We ask that everyone, Lord, open their hearts and their minds to your word. Lord, help it to uh, encourage them. Lord, help it to convict them if so needed, Lord. Help it to build us up, Lord, that we may glorify you in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, last week I, I didn't finish. <laughs> I didn't finish. Uh, um, I didn't finish the uh, sermon, so I said I was going to go back to it this week and just finish, all right? And, and it's going to be just a real quick point because I know, like on Youth Sundays, I don't like to keep you real long. I just, you know, if, you, if the speaker is not up here that long on Youth Sunday, for some reason, I'm just thinking in my mind that the youth will say, man, that was a good service. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to promote that thought. Man, that was a good service. Well, we weren't there long at all. We just went up there and we sung and we was home real quick, right? <laughs> so I'm just going to, it's the last portion of that scripture. And if you see me up here turning a lot, it's because I'm, I'm trying to um, go to a specific point here. Amen. And it's uh, that last portion of scripture from uh, Numbers. And it's Numbers, the 14th chapter, and uh, it's verses 12 through 24. 12 through 24. So just a bit of background before I read uh, those uh, verses. You remember that for the past uh, few weeks or so, we've been talking about how the um, Israelites were right at the border of the promised land. They were right at the border of the promised land. And God just basically told them to go in and, and capture that land. Now, now they, may, they, they probably needed to move some people out of there, right? And they probably needed to rearrange some furniture, so to speak. But God pretty much said, it's yours, I promised you it, I, I, I reviewed it, I checked it out, I, I just looked at the land, it is yours, it's yours, go get it. And all you have to do is just march just a, a little further along and you'll see it, you'll already see it, it's in your view. So all you have to do is just go in there and, and get it. But when they were like at the outskirts of the land, they stopped and they said, 
You know what, Lord, maybe it's a good idea if we send spies in there first to check it out. God had assured them that he already checked it out. It was already theirs, but yet they wanted to go back, take a step back, and send spies. God said, okay, I'll have patience with that. Go ahead on. Go ahead on and send your spies, right? So they go in there and they send their spies, and it took the spies 40 days, 40 days to, to check out the land. They looked at the land and everything back, and they came back. When they came back, they had some big grapes, and, and, and they had this whole uh, review of the land, right? A scouting report of the land. Well, 12 spies went, 10 came back with a negative report, only two came back with a positive report. The 10 that came back with the negative report, basically their report had made the people even more scared, right? They really didn't want to go in there now, right? And they lost their minds. They lost their minds. Not only did they want to replace Moses, they also wanted to kill the two spies that had the good report, right? You know, because they weren't supporting what they wanted to do, so they wanted to kill them, right? And that's what they wanted to do. And God was up there looking at all this and checking it out. And, and, and at one point, they even fixed their mouths to say, oh, that we have died in the wilderness. Oh, that you, you would have just killed us in the wilderness. It would be better than what we're doing. Now. Oh, if we only stayed in Egypt where we had leeks and garlic and and with sausages and oh and we just stayed in Egypt right and that's what they were saying it, it would be better than this better than what we are dealing with right now and I told you last week that we had titled the message be careful what you ask for be careful what you ask for, right? It, 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 this week, I just, it brought to mind a situation that I had with my two granddaughters, uh, Carrie and Cadence, uh, a.k.a. Sugarloaf and Sweet Pea. But now that they've grown up a little more, it's Gina and Pam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Gina and Pam was over. <laughs> and it was early in the morning. It was breakfast time, right? It was breakfast time. Now, now, they were hungry. And so they loved life cereal. They loved life cereal. So we poured them a bowl of life cereal. Now, what's important to the story is that they have favorite colors. They have favorite colors. And, and if you talk to Cadence, Cadence locks it in. She knows everyone's favorite color. Everyone's favorite color. You know, yours is blue and yours and mine is, is purple. Hers is purple and, and Carrie's is pink. Well, they have these, these, these spoons, right? And these spoons are pink and purple, right? And so, What's interesting about these spoons is that they're infant spoons, though. They only give you, you know, they only can pick up one life. 
You know, they only can pick up like one little life cereal. But they, they are glued to these spoons because they are pink and purple. They're pink and purple, right? And, and so that morning, we could not find Carrie's pink spoon. And I mean, the milk was in the cereal. And you know what that means. You only got a matter of time. Yeah. And the milk was in the cereal, and she, <laughs> and she was having a fit. Melted my spoon. I want my pink spoon. And I don't care how you sliced it and diced it. Look, but the but the green spoon. Ooh, look at the grease. You can pick up, pick up. I want my pink spoon. And I just got real. I don't wear your spoon. <laughs> I can't find the spoon. I don't know where it's at. I don't know. Oh, but I have one at home. Now, Jalen lives about 40 minutes away. And I have I my pink spoon from home. I said, that's ridiculous. <laughs> How do you, you want your spoon from home? And, and then I just got into this like deep theological discussion with her. <laughs> if you, I mean, if we go and get your spoon, you're not going to like your cereal because it's going to be all soggy. And so I want my big spoon. I want my pink spoon. So I said, okay, you know, no problem. Look, all right, what we'll do is we will we'll get these cereal, and we we're going to pick them up, and we're going to pour these out, because you're not going to want them anyway once we get back. You're not going to want them anyway. And then I'll say, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> you taking the cereal? <laughs> and I said, see, but if you if you just eat with this, this spoon, this regular spoon, and, and, and in my mind, I was like, y'all need to throw those spoons away anyway. They, they only give you like one little life cereal, and, and y'all mouths now can deal with more than that. So you can eat my, from my spoon, you know, and that's what I'm thinking in my mind. But I'm like, look at this silver spoon. If you just get this silver spoon, and look, you can get more. You can dip more out of it and get more. And finally, you know, I convinced her to take that spoon. And she was like, ah, ooh. And she dipped it in there and she said, big one. <laughs> I said, big one. <laughs> and she was eating big one. And she was, a big one. And then all of a sudden, here is Cadence over there with her purple little spoon. And she was like, I want a big spoon. And I said, okay, no problem, because we need to throw them things away anyway. No problem. Here's your big spoon, too. And they both were lifting up several lives, cereal, a big one, and they was eating and spilling stuff all over the place. How does that connect with these folks from Egypt? Right? How does that connect? Well, see, 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 
God had much more in mind. He had so much more in mind, right? But see, see, Carrie, like I said, she, she, I want what I want. I want my small spoon. God said, I got a bigger one. But I want my small. I got one in Egypt. If we just go back to Egypt, I got a little spoon right there waiting on me. Right? And, 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 and then when it came time to like, okay, we're going to go to Egypt, at least she has sense enough to say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want this life cereal that's right before me right now. See, all I have to do is see if I just go a little further, I can get to the promise bowl and I can eat my life cereal, right? Right? But, but see, that's what God is saying to us sometimes. You know, you, yeah, you have your life plan. And you have it laid out like you want it and everything else. But see, you're insisting on that little spoon. And you want that little small spoon. And, and it only can give you this much life, this much life, when he has abundant life waiting for you, right? He has abundant life waiting for you. But you got a plan in mind. And you got a grand scheme in mind. But sometimes you have to be careful what you ask for. Because that's exactly what was happening here. What was happening here in these verses, it says here in verse 20 through 24. So the Lord said, I have pardoned them according to your word. So he was talking to Moses because Moses had begged him, please, Please pardon them. Please look over this. They've lost their mind, Lord. Please pardon them. Please look over this. And, and the Lord said in response, I have pardoned them according to your words, Moses. But indeed, as I live, all the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. Surely all the men who have seen my glory and my signs, which I have performed in Egypt and in the wilderness, yet have put me to the test these ten times and have not listened to my voice, shall by no means see the land which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who spurned me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has had a different spirit, and has followed me fully, I will bring unto the land which he entered. And his descendants shall take possession of it. Do you hear what he's saying here? Do you hear what the Lord is saying here? He says, yeah, I'll pardon them. I'll go ahead and pardon them. And just like I gave you that example last week of that piece of paper with two parts, right? This part is your actions, and this part, this is part of the paper is your consequences. You can rip away those actions, and God forgives those actions. And he throws them into the sea of forgiveness or forgetfulness or whatever. He throws it away, and no longer are, are you held in, 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 in contempt of those actions. However, what's left behind are the consequences, right? 
the consequences. Your actions were, were like, you know, uh, uh, premarital relationships, but the consequence is a baby, right? So, so when God throws away those actions, yes, you're forgiven and everything else, but it doesn't work like where he throws it away and then all of a sudden you say, wow, where, where did that baby go? It's gone because he's forgiven me. No, 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 bruh. 18 years of child support, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> no, 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 right, right, right. But you know, you know, all that crime breaking that you've done, and now you've, you've gone to, you're in prison, and, 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 and you found Jesus. And, he, and you found him in there, and you just religious, you got your Bible, and you're reading your Bible every day, and you found him, and you're forgiven, and poof, all of a sudden, when you're forgiven, boom, all of a sudden, you're at home. You're no longer in prison. You're no longer in prison, and you're just home, and you're watching the lions. Well, that's prison, so you're watching, <laughs> watching the Rams. <laughs> And you're watching the Rams, and oh my goodness, because God has forgiven you, right? He's forgiven you. No, 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 no. Yes, he's forgiven those actions. However, 20 years, you still have to serve those 20 years, right? So those consequences are still there. So God, God will pardon just like he told Moses, I'm going to pardon, but, but see, I, I'm also going to hold you responsible. I love you, but I'm also holy. I'm also just, right? And, 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 and there are consequences to actions, right? There are consequences to actions. And he says, so here's the consequences. He says, 10 times. Ten times have you, you, you guys spurned me. The nation spurned me. The nation just, just tested me these ten times. Ten times was just simply a figure of speech because it was way more than ten times, right? Way more than ten times. That, that, that ten times was just simply a figure of speech. But they were testing God over and over and over and over. You know, like they left. As soon as they left Egypt, they were complaining. If you read the story, they weren't out of Egypt good, and they began to complain. They actually had walked through on dry land on, on, through, through the Red Sea. Can you imagine what an awesome aquarium they had seen on their way by? Those walls, man, you know, they probably just saw sharks and everything in there, and they were going by, and they saw this miracle. They actually lived through this miracle, and as soon as they got over to the other side of the land, they were complaining. They were complaining. Ain't no water here. Need some water. God said, okay, water, right? Hungry. <laughs> Ain't no food here. Manna from heaven. That's all you got is bread? That's all you got is bread? Oh, okay, I'm going to give you some meat. You ain't got no more kind of meat? <laughs> all you got on there is chicken? That's all you got on the menu? It's chicken? That's it? Is that all you got? I mean, just complaining, 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 complaining. And God said, enough is enough. 
And they were like, you know what? Yeah, I could. We could have just stayed in Egypt. Matter of fact, you know, why didn't you just kill us? Why didn't you just kill us in the in the wilderness? He could have just killed us in the wilderness instead of bringing us here. He could have just killed us in the wilderness, right? Be careful what you ask for, because God said, "You know what? Did you say kill you in the wilderness?" That's what you said, and, and he didn't do it like like we would do it. Oh, I'm sick and tired of you. I'm sick and tired. You, you know what this what you want? You know, just like I did with the spoon. You know, like man, you know, I, ain't, I, ain't, I can't find your spoon. No, no, God didn't do it like that. God just simply said, "Oh, oh, that's what you want. That's what you want." Did you say die in the wilderness? Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Did you say send the spies into the land? That's what you said. Okay, and that's what I. All right, all right. And 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 you know it took them forty days to go through that land. Okay, all right. So here it is. I'm going to give you for each day. <laughs> it's going to be a year, and that's what you're going to go in the wilderness. And you're going to travel in the wilderness for 40 years. And that'll be time enough for all of you who are 20 and older to die in the wilderness, just like you asked. So, so you, you fixed your mouth to say that you want to die in the wilderness? Okay, no problem. That's exactly what happened. You, you will die in the wilderness. And that's exactly what occurred. And that's why I say, church, be careful what you ask for. Because, see, the Bible says that he is working it out for our good. No, we may not know how the pieces are all fitting together, but when you're insisting on that little pink or purple spoon that you're feeding from all the time, and you want to keep it, and you're crying, saying, it's mine, 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 when he has so much more in store for you, it gets to a point where God said, oh, you want to keep the pink or purple little spoon, and you don't want to see how abundant life can be for you? Okay. Okay. Okay, if, if, if you insist, you know, my uncle had a saying, uh, you, you like it, I love it. <laughs> okay, so that's what you want? Okay, okay, go ahead on. Go ahead on. And it, and it amazes me how, how, how when we don't get what we want, right, somehow it flips to where is God's problem and it's God being the hang up and not us right and, and 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 then we get to a point where we say Lord we get real spiritual about it because in 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 in, in reality we're we're in rebellion but we get into spiritual rebellion Lord just show me your will show me your will Lord show me and then and, 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 and show me your will. And, and here's the deep thing. God, God has a sovereign will, right? Meaning when he says it's going to be done, it's going to be done. But God also has this, this will called a perceptive will, precept, perceptive will. And this perceptive will, precept, precept, means that it's written down for you clearly, 
what to do. He says, this one, this one I'm going to put in the book for you. Follow it. I'm going to put this one in the book for you. Follow it, right? Like, like, like for example, like, like in Second uh, Corinthians, the sixth chapter, verse 14, do not be bound together with unbelievers. Do not be unequally yoked, right? For what partnership has righteousness and, un and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness, right? Preceptive will, precept, a command. This is what he said, and he got it right there. Boom, right there for you. However, you know, <laughs> Lord, let, let's talk about that, 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 that precept that you just hit, you just put there, Lord. Now, now he or she, they're looking like a dime piece over here, Lord. And, and, and maybe, maybe, you know, and the Lord sends someone your way saying, hey, don't, 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 don't yoke up there. Don't, don't, don't go together there. No, no. But you say that, that don't mean that. What it, see what it means. It doesn't mean like, 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 it just means to what degree, to what degree, right? See, it's not like, you know, like the light is, is is shut all the way out. It does, yeah, you're going to mess with nobody when the light is totally dark. But he, if it's dim, we should be okay. Right? So if it's dim, he's, yeah, no, he's not dark. He's not dark. See, he's not totally out. See, he, he's religious. He's, he, 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 he goes to church and 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 he he respects people and 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 no he doesn't have a relationship with you so he's like not he may not be like a hundred light wow you know hundred watts light but he's 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 forty he's forty Lord so that's what it means I can mess around I can mess around with forty. I can mess around with the 40, right? And so I'll go ahead and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll hook up with the 40, right? And God says, no, no, see, see, I said light, darkness. <laughs> I, I, said, I said righteousness, lawlessness. I'm not playing games with you when I'm talking about these precepts that I put your way to guide your life. I, I didn't, it, it, they're not up for negotiation. I'm just being clear to you. And you said that you want to know my will. You said you want to know my will. You want to know my will? I just gave it to you. See, see, like I told you all before, we get real spiritual and we're like, Lord, God, please just send me a sign. Lord God, you know, I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm praying. And, and, and the deep thing is that those things that are plain view, in plain view, we're not even following those, but we want these, like these miraculous, like Moses parting the Red Sea signs and stuff. You know, you had a burning bush. Give me that burning bush experience, Lord. You know, you know, show me your, your glory, you know, Lord, let me see your hind parts, right? And God says, no, 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 I'm going to put it in plain view for you. 
in plain view. Are you following what's in plain view? That's the big question. Are you following what's in plain view? Because see, what happens is, is that you, 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 you go and, and, you, and you're messing around with those 40-watt situations, right? And, and God, said, God said, no, no, no. I, I want you to be so, you know, entangled in me. <laughs> I want you to be so entangled to, in me that, 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 that I, you know, I only want you to, to, to be involved with somebody that's all wrapped up in me. See, that's what I want. I want the best for you. But you're still concentrating on those little infant spoons. And that's what you wanted, those little infant spoons. When I have so much more for you. And there are several other things that the Bible says, and, he, and it makes it clear, just, just clear and out there for you. But yet, we don't want to do that, or we don't want to follow that, or are, even, are, are we even familiar with them? Are we in the Word enough where we can read and then all of a sudden come across verses like this that will help you live for him? That, that will give you direction in life. Just simply spending some time in his word. Be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. You just might get it. And that's the whole point of the message from last week to now. Be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. And I pray that, that, that the Lord will, will fix your hearts and fix your minds to, to when you say, Lord, your will be done, that you mean your will be done, right? When you're praying, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, your will be done, right? And, and, and not you trying to impose your will on him, right? Not you trying to impose your will on him, but you're submitting your life, you're submitting your talents, you're submitting all your resources to him and say, guide me, Lord. Let me know where to go. And, and where you lead, I'll go, right? Where you lead, I'll follow. And that's my prayer for all of you is that you be careful what you ask for. Amen? Because you just, just may get it. Don't be like those, uh, don't be like those folks in, in, in Israel complaining, wondering what's up, and wanting to go back to Egypt. Leave Egypt alone. Leave it alone. And just like, just like Elder Lester had said during one of his sermons, you know, have you really ever left Egypt? Have you really, you know, you may have physically left Egypt, but spiritually, are you still in Egypt? You need to ask yourself those type of questions because this is a journey that we're on, a Christian journey, and we should become more and more like Christ each day. Amen? Thy will be done. Church, be careful what you ask for. Amen. And that's what I'll, I'll stop and pause it there.
And I'll say to you all that in order to ask for the right things, those things that matter, it takes a relationship with God. It takes a relationship with him. And, 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 and to be honest with you, in terms of asking for the right things, you know, he's got to even fix your mind to ask for the right things. Because left up to you, you will ask for, you know, things that you're not even ready for, right? You, you, go, you go out there and you, you, you get a, 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 a brand new car, the most expensive car, and you just say, this is a blessing. I don't know how I'm going to pay for the insurance, but this is a blessing. Right? No, he don't put you in situations like that. Right? He don't put you in situations like that. Thy will be done. Right? He's got to even fix your mind to ask for the right things. And that takes a relationship with Christ. Here's the question with eternal implications. What will you do with Jesus? What will you do with Jesus? Were you serving or were you rejecting? Choose ye this day who you will serve. Don't let another moment pass you by. Choose ye this day who you will serve. And at the end of service, we'll have those elders here available for those who, 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 who need prayer, who need assistance, who want to know how to get closer to Christ right here at the altar. Amen. And for those who are out on Zoom, we ask you to reach out to us. Our information is available, and we will be available to speak, pray, walk through this with you. Amen. God bless you.